Hi everybody, my name's Brandon, and next to me is my co-host. I'm Sam. She's Sam, and you are the audience. Hello audience, how are you? Please answer now in this blank space I'll provide. Yeah, post in comments. Yes, please put this in the comments. At us. At us in the comments. <laughs> okay, so what is one of the greatest things... One of the greatest achievements in art that people have done in the last century, I Hot guess. Hot Pockets. Hot Pockets done. is done on that list. If we have a list of the top ten achievements in humanity, Hot Pockets, number three? Dude, Hot Pockets might be one of the only reasons that, like, an alien race would spare us. They're like, mmm, they get They'd done so like, fast. Wow, you fucked up a whole lot of shit down here, but these Hot Pockets are dank. They're pretty good. Look. The argument I was going to make for art, for art's sake, art, an art. Um, Hot Pockets art. Our Hot Pockets art is the question of our time. But truly, uh, the cinema, movies, films, mm. thing, things that you what go and sit down. What was your time frame again? For what? Movies? Oh, oh last century, I said. Oh, God, last century? Um, I bet there, were, there was like a 1910s movie about like a train coming to the audience. <laughs> Counterfeit. <laughs> Counterfeit money machine. Counterfeit <laughs> 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 my baby in South Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> but no. Uh, uh, I would say um, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. That's that's art. That is an art. If, if I've ever seen an art, that is one of them. Best movie of all time? This Question is not, mark? This is not a list about the best movie. Though, oh, okay. Unfortunately. Second greatest achievement of mankind. Right beneath cinema. Hmm. Hot Pockets 2. <laughs> the sequel to food. <laughs> Maybe, uh, drive through subways. There's a subway you can do a drive through at? Is that a thing? Yeah, fool, I bought you a sandwich there once. Oh yeah, that's right. I was there. It was great. I just didn't, I forgot they existed. Yeah, remember they forgot my pickles. Oh, what a good time we had. <laughs> <laughs> no. All I wanted was pickles. The second greatest achievement in mankind is the board game. The board game? I'm lying. It's not actually, but I needed to say, like, I needed to pretend so for my theme here. Because today's list, I have curated a list of the 10 worst board games based on movies. What? A board game based on a movie could make a list of worst things? That's right. Just like the game Battleship is based on the movie Battleship. Because every uh, movie based on a board game <laughs> is a national treasure. Clue is fantastic and I will not have its name besmirched. <laughs> but no. Yeah, uh, yes. So today's list, 10 the worst game board games based on movies as curated by me, myself, Brandon. Uh, I'm just going to... Oh, and while we're doing this, I'm going to play a game with you. Oh, a game within a game. This is a, Meta. a, a game within a podcast about games. I'm going to ask you, based on what the board game is called and the title of the film that it's based on, what you think the board game should be like. Mm. Okay? Okay, I'm up for the challenge. All right, here we go. We're going to start with number 10. Okay. Very important. Always start at the top. We're going to start with Top Gun. All right, so what do you know about the movie Top Gun? I know that Tom Cruise is in it. Yes. And I think he's Maverick. 
Okay. Is that his name? But what's the movie actually about? It's about um, a guy flying airplanes. Okay, you know enough about this to make a guess about <laughs> what the game might be. <laughs> what do you think... Okay, so what do you think the board game about Tom Cruise flying an airplane, what do you think that board game should be like? My Okay, if I had to guess, I would say that it's a, you know, like a, a board. Uh-huh, yep, good and start. And there's a spinner, and you get to move around based on what the spinner lands on, but the spinner is mm-hmm. in the shape of a gun. Ooh. And so it spins around, and then you get to move Tom Cruise <laughs> <laughs> across the board. That's pretty good. And he's like... Woo! Yeah, he says, Danger Zone! Oh! That song is in that movie. Oh, that's a great song. It's a great song. No, unfortunately, it's not that. It's um, Battleship. What? It's Battleship. No! It's the game Battleship, There's... but but what if Battleship had a lot more rules and was way more complicated? Okay, so instead of ships, what, there's like No, planes? there's ships. What? There's ships and planes. What? That doesn't make so you have like this big map, like a hex grid, and then one person puts their ships and planes down, and the other person puts their ships and planes down. And then you try to guess where they are for the ships, and then you move your planes around based on... I have There's like a 185-page document on the rules of how to play this, but basically, when you tri- boil it all down, it's Battleship. Who gets to play as Tom Cruise? Everyone's battle- Tom Cruise. I'm Tom Cruise, you're Tom Cruise? Tom Cruise v. Tom Cruise. Yeah, Tom Cruise. No, actually, you play as like the United States or Soviet Russia or, you know, somebody Can else. Can I play as up. Oprah's Couch? Yes. Oprah's couch flying across the ocean <laughs> so that supersonic no, speeds. Because it, it's a joke. I know. You jumped up and down on that thing. Yeah. Because he loves Katie Holmes. He just loves Katie Holmes. Okay, we should probably move on to number nine then. Okay. Home Alone 2, Lost in New York, the action contraption game. <laughs> um, okay, clarifying question. Is Home Alone 2 the one with the robbers and then... Like, they all have robbers. Oh, Jesus fuck. Okay. It's the one who goes to New York. Wait, he goes to New York? Yeah, well, okay. He doesn't get left behind? Wait, now on my mind, I'm trying to remember how the film goes. Because, okay, because in the first movie, he gets left behind at the house, not in New York. And they're like, Kevin! Kevin! Oh, no! And the second one... How does he end up in New York? But the parents also go to New York to find... I, You know what? I'm not going to question Is it the her. one, though, where he sets the trap and the the robber he gets, traps like, bludgeoned in the face with, like, a fucking that anvil? That happens in all, like, Aww. five of these movies. But then, like, walks away from it? Yeah, like, he's fine. he wouldn't be totally, like, turned into hamburger meat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, he sets somebody on fire and they're like, oh, this is inconvenient. <laughs> and all the children laugh. <laughs> uh, so what do you think that board game is like? My guess is it's a lot like Mousetrap, if you ever played that game, where there's all these little... Like, it fucking takes an hour to set up the game, and then, like, seven minutes in, you're like, nah, I don't want to play this anymore. And it was all for naught. No, that's accurate. This is Mousetrap. Oh, yeah? But, but... <laughs> all right, so you know Mousetrap, right? You build the board up. It's a crazy... Wait, I remember the song. All right, let's sing the song. I've, I've got infinite time. A crazy contraption, the fun is... And it's Mousetrap. Mousetrap from Hasbro. Yeah, and you um, had to get the cheese, but... But what if, when you were playing Mousetrap while you were constructing the trap, you can land on a space and then lose? Ooh, I like those... I like that element of danger. <laughs> and then you have to start over. God, that's like on a... That's like on fucking Candyland when you draw the... Uh, what was that guy's name? Like, Glumpy or something? Glumpy? The little green guy, and you had to go all the fucking way back to the beginning of the board. I hated that shit. Yeah, no. 
Yeah, so the thing is, is though, you could be playing with other people, and if they didn't land on that space, they could keep playing, and you just had to sit in the corner and look at your Game Boy or something, I guess. And get smashed in the face with an anvil and caught on fire. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. This is why it's not a good game, though, is because it's mousetrap, but you can lose before the mousetrap goes off. Well, then what's the point of that? Your friends aren't ever going to want to come over and play with you. I know, they're going to abandon you and leave you to your... <laughs> this game ruined families. <laughs> Okay, let's move on to number eight. Uh, the Back to the Future board game. There's been four of these. This is oh god. This is the one that came out in 1990. The Back to the Future board game. Now, what do you remember from Back to the Future? Oh Jesus. Okay, so I know that there's this kid, Marty McFly, and he has uh -huh. a puffy red vest. Yes. And he meets up with the old dude, yep. Doctor Wacky, and <laughs> he's like. Um, what are you doing today? And, like, the guy that's, like, Rick, basically, uh -huh. is like, we're going back in time, Marty. And they get in the uh, DeLorean. Yep. And they go back in time, and Marty almost has sex with his mom, and it's a really fucking weird movie. And then there's, like, a, a bell tower on top of, like, city council. Uh -huh. And then there's the bully. There's that guy. Oh, his name's probably Steve. I don't remember. Uh, <laughs> and then there's the hover skateboard. That's later. That's the second one. But And uh, that's all I remember. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty accurate. That's a pretty accurate <laughs> summation of the entire series. Uh, Back to the Future, the board game, what do you think that plays like? I feel like you have to get to the bell tower before the lightning hits it. Mm, nope. This is one that tries to do all three movies in the same one. So instead... You're rolling around a board, and a lot. Of, there's gonna be a common theme here. I say common theme a lot, but there's gonna be a common theme here of you're kind of rolling a die to move around like a square, like a Monopoly board style thing. Sure. But imagine each quadrant of your Monopoly board is a different time. So, you need to save Doc, who's stuck in the year 1985. What a great year to be stuck. Yeah, I know, but you gotta save him from that year. It's he can't stay there. Uh, but then also, while you're moving around, it's chutes and ladders. Oh, man, so you can, like, go down the chutes. Yeah, you can end up going backwards and not making progress. Oh, man, and then before you know it, you're, like, in the year 900, and you're like, what is this shit? No! <laughs> I'm toiling in the potato field. So, yeah, you try to make your way around this board to get to 1985, to get to Doc to win the thing, usually playing with, like, up to four other people. But this game sucks because you are just rolling dice and then rolling dice and then rolling dice. So it shoots and ladders for adults. Yeah. This is X-rated shoots and ladders. <laughs> Much like that episode of Spongebob. What? This e is Eels and escalators. Was that X-rated? Yeah. It's when Spongebob and Patrick learn a bad word oh. and they, they promise not to say it, but then like... Patrick keeps getting escalators and Spongebob keeps getting eels and then eventually he's like, ah, oh, fuck, or whatever he says, <laughs> but it's like, it's covered over with a dolphin noise. Yeah, 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 And yeah, I yeah. can't do a dolphin noise. No, that's pretty so good. So, that's better I substituted than a real game. bad word. Okay, well, I'm gonna move on. Number seven. Everybody loves these. Wayne's World, the VCR board game. What do you remember from Wayne's World? Oh my god, I think I have to admit that I've never seen this movie. Uh, uh, but you know, you know memes party, about it, though. Party time, yeah. excellent. Diddly, 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 diddly. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Yes. 
Uh, Dana Carvey and Mike Myers. You know 95% more than people who actually watch the movie. Yeah, I, uh, I, that's all I got. Yeah, it's pretty good, right? No, they're like two dudes who make their own TV show. It's a cable access night TV show. It's it's dumb. It's it's a, oh. Yeah, no, they're like parodying like, um, I don't know, it feels like early 90s-ish sort of like grunge. That, but... Like that Weird Al movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like UHF. But yeah. No. Okay. Okay. So... Based on your limited knowledge of what this is, what do you think, and I'll say it again, Wayne's World, the VCR board game, is about and or has played like? I would say that you um, needed a VCR to play this game, and you put the VHS in the VCR, mm -hmm. and then you could create your own uh, quote-unquote television show by pressing the buttons on your remote. No, because that's like a DVD game. Couldn't VCRs couldn't do that. I don't fucking know. I don't remember. <laughs> so these were common. The VCR board games were actually like a whole thing for a long time. Uh, basically, you put the VCR in your tape player, like you like you do, right? Uh, and then there was a board game that went inside of it. Wait, you put the VCR in the tape player? The tape into okay. You the video the VHS cassette, the VHS into, into the, VCR. the VCR. Okay. You put the VCR into another larger VCR. <laughs> Instructions aren't clear. <laughs> <clears throat> but uh, you know, like you just basically have this board. You're rolling. You land on spaces. You answer trivia or collect a either your choice. Believe it or not, you can choose between a babe or a hunk. Very progressive for the time. Or sometimes you land on a space where you played the tape for a little bit. Wait, how do you know if you get the trivia right or wrong? There's it's like a trivial pursuit. It has the answer on the card too. Somebody well, else. Well, then what's the point of the video? The entire point is the video. So, like, uh, a very common thread that... It's a common thread. I gotta stop saying that. How so many much. wives divorced their husbands because their husbands brought this game Honey! home and thought it was a good idea? Honey, we were gonna watch the Wayne's World and then we're gonna roll dice and run a thing and collect babes. And then she threw it at his forehead and <laughs> went and stayed with her sister. <laughs> but no, um, like, with these VCR kinds of games, there was, like, original content on that tape. So if you were a big fan of the Saturday Night Live uh, series or the tape, the actual movie, uh, you could just watch that. You could just put it into your VCR and just watch it and forget the game. You hear that, kids? This is what life used to be like before YouTubes. Yeah, it was a mess. Don't, don't do life, I guess. Anyway, yeah, the only thing worth playing in that thing was the tape. The entire board game revolved around letting you watch more of the tape. Like, <laughs> but then, like, after, what, like, 90 minutes of content, it's like, okay. Game's over and everyone wins or loses, I guess. I don't know. All right, number six. This one you know. You've seen this movie. I was there with you when you saw it. Oh, fuck. Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark, the board game. Oh, shit. Which one was that? Raiders of the Lost Ark. That's the one when they're in That's they got the, Ark, the Ark of the Covenant. Yeah. Okay. Do you, what, do you, what do you remember of this film? Snakes. Yes, they, he hates them. They go down in the thing, and then they seal them up, and then there's snakes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, dude, all I remember is it was, like, super violent and racist and sexist, <laughs> and I'm like, why is this girl putting up with that? She ain't got no shoes on. She got no shoes. Uh, yeah, that's about right. <laughs> so, okay. Indiana, Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark board game, though. Okay, my guess is, like, the Ark is in the middle of the board, uh -huh. and it's your job to go get that Ark. Uh-huh. But 
There's snakes in the way. Oh, no. Snakes and men with turbans. Oh, no. And probably Nazis for good measure. Yeah, definitely Nazis as well. Uh, that would be better than the actual board game was. Because, <laughs> like, that would actually have something to do with Indiana Jones. All right, let's hear it. Uh, so... <sighs> All right, we're going to start with one thing. The objective of the game was to get four cards. Four Each cards. one's with, like, a, a prop from the movie, right? So you got, like, one card's the Ark of the Covenant. Oh, the staff. The staff of Ra. The girl's shoes. Probably girl's shoes. I actually didn't write down what they were. Nazi just, jet fuel. Nazi jet fuel. Very important. <laughs> <laughs> but so Snakes. It's another square layout on the board that you kind of move around Monopoly style. There are certain spaces that, like, you need to have a passport to be able to get through it or else you lose your turn. Uh, and basically the short version is... Oh my god, that's is, so real life. Yeah. The short version is, most times the game lasted about half an hour because, you know, as soon as people made it around the board a couple of times, they won. Oh. But, like, you didn't do anything thrilling. It was just rolling dice and going around in a circle over and over. Uh-huh. Yeah. You don't, you don't get to see any... How do you collect... It didn't come with any action figures that you melt. Oh, man. How did you collect cards? You had to land on spaces. Oh, okay. So you were, like, at the whims of the dice, pretty much. I'm glad that this game is just so fantastic that it has withstood the test of time and remains, like, a holiday and birthday staple. Yeah, no, everyone loves it. Here you go. Here's your very own copy of Raiders of the Lost Covenant. Nope, that's not what it's called. Yes, it is. I mean, the Ark of the Covenant's there. (laughs) Uh, Okay, next up. Twilight Saga Eclipse. Oh, I just threw up in my mouth a little. Okay, so let me think what order. I don't even remember which one of the movies that actually is. So there's like New Dawn, Eclipse. Something. Fucking like Crescent Moon. Sailor Moon. Dark Outside. The one where the werewolf marries the girl. Okay, does, does your little list there say what number that? Yeah. I just wrote what it's about. I didn't write which movie number it is or oh, book number. Why, why does this matter, though? Because if it's the first book, like, yeah, I could understand it. But if it was, like, the fourth book, Jesus, fuck, that was terrible. Yeah, it's not great. Right. I I, I had a roommate, and I was just being kind of salty, mm-hmm. kind of spicy. And she was reading that. And when she wasn't in the room, I was like, let me see this. And I read, like, a whole good part of it. I read the part when they did the deed as as man and wife. And I was like, the fuck is this? (laughs) That's love. And then I was allowed to make fun of Twilight because I had actually read, like, a lot of it. All right, so what do you think this board game is? Okay, the point of the board game of Twilight is to get married. You, (laughs) You are a young girl, uh... And you've got pale skin and dark hair, and you're just like, oh, boys, boys, boys. And then um, all around you, it's kind of like mystery date. Like you open the doors, and then Mm -hmm. it's like behind door number one is a werewolf. And you're like, ooh, lycanthropic lover. Yep. And then you open another door, and then it's the vampire. Ooh. And then he's sparkling, and you're like, oh, glitter. (laughs) And then, 
I don't know what's behind the other door. Like some dude that just got back from his mission and he's like starting medical school at BYU or something. Yeah. Um, and yeah, once a millionaire who's also so a vampire. You have to like going around the board, you have to like be really like brooding and depressed and like, oh, I don't know which boy to love. There's so many. And then ultimately at the end of the game, you win if you get married. Yeah, but no. What and if, then you have babies. What if it was a game where you answered exclusively trivia about Twilight Saga Eclipse? The movie or the book? Both. Oh, that's so lame. What a letdown. My if, game was way better. What if it was Trivial Pursuit, but about a very, very specific topic every question? Dude, I think, every, <laughs> I think everybody knows somebody... In their adolescence that was, like, unhealthily obsessed with either, like, Harry Potter or Twilight or the Beatles. And that game is... This game is for them. Yeah. But, I mean, it's about one very specific movie in this series. It's or not book. like this series. Okay. Fair. Yes. Or a book. A, a, a game based on a movie that's based on a book. A single book in a series of books. God, that would be... Can you imagine, like, sitting down to play a board game and you're like, yeah, Harry Potter, but then someone's like, it's not just Harry Potter, <laughs> it's Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, and you're like, oh, and then, oh, it's a trivia game, and you're like, no. 200 questions it, about that one book. Is my mom still in the driveway? Can she take me home? <laughs> yeah, no, that's actually the whole game, pretty much. It's That's why it's on this list, frankly. My, my game is better. Your game was way better. I I would play Mystery Are Jade. you listening, Hasbro? <laughs> get, get a hold of us. Milton Bradley. All right, here we go. Number four. This one's one I haven't actually watched much of, but I loved it so much I had to put it on the list. Gone with the Wind, the board game. Frankly, my dear. Mm-hmm. I give a damn about this board game. Oh! oh! Okay, but, you know, <laughs> do you even remember anything about that movie? Because I don't hardly. I just what I remember from that. Uh, we can add this to the other list of classic movies I've never seen. I know seen that it, it sure. I know that it takes place in the South. Yeah, really old-timey, like somebody lives in, like, an estate. But is it after the war? Uh, I think maybe during. I feel like that's a plot point. Oh my god, somebody out there is like ripping their hair out. Like, oh my god, how do they not know this? How do they not know about Gone with the Wind? I remember there's like <clears throat> Scarlet. Uh huh. Something. I'll help you out here in a little bit. Yeah, okay, but, but what, what my version of the game would be. Yes, please. Uh, is you. Me. You have to, you have to choose if you're going to be gray or blue uh -huh. and then you have to traverse the board and ultimately find true love oh uh, i mean that would be pretty okay uh no uh this is okay first of all very important to say it's more than one game inside this box Bye. yeah that's right value eight games <laughs> so, so from the game number one is a trivia game love trivia games Game is a game is about trivia about Gone with the Wind. Oh my god! But this <laughs> but 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 hear me out. They put the trivia on standard playing cards. It's four packs. Whoa! It's so much trivia. That's right. You can never possibly run out of and that. So the other seven games are games based around four decks of cards. Seven. Seven games. Oh, so they're all card games. That's not a board game, you cheater. No, but I mean, there is also a board. It's just for the trivia part of it. <laughs> <laughs> 
And you get swept away by the so wind. So also the game comes with a big stack of fake money. So that one of the card games is about like gambling and stuff. I do declare. I do declare. Let me tell you some of the names oh, of the games. Scarlet, bring me a mint jewel. Because, okay, so... Yes. Uh, it has... Atlanta. Carpetbagger. Frankly, my dear. Pay or play. And then three games called Rhett, Scarlet, Scarlet, and Ta- Tara? 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 Ooh, Rhett. That's right. Rhett? Is it like R-H-E-T-T? It is R-H-E-T-T. Okay, so I, I know just about enough... I know enough about uh, Gone with the Wind to answer questions on Jeopardy, uh-huh. but that's like as Frankly, far as my going. dear is one of the names of the game, so like that's definitely one of the most important. Hey, I've lines. picked up something, right? That's true. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's move away from the one I don't know very well. I just liked it because it had a bunch of games in it. It's just so dumb. Small Soldiers, the big battle game. Whoa, Small Soldiers. Small Soldiers. Was that that game about like the? It's like, a movie. The oh yeah, a movie about the crude like. CGI GI Joes that yes. like, fuck everything up and like that kid like hates his life because his toys are violent and crude. Yes, but also they come to life because they put microcontrollers in them. Yeah, but then their weapons work and it scares the dog. Well, no, their weapons don't work, but they pick up like staplers and stuff to make other weapons. It's Nail been, guns. It's been a long time since I've seen that. Yeah. So, what do you think this crude GI Joe movie board game should be about? Well, if it doesn't come with little small soldier action figure things as uh-huh. the game pieces, I'm going to be really disappointed. Uh-huh. But my guess is uh, it, it's on a board. Yes. You go, your, your, your goal is to avoid the dog who's <laughs> going to chew up the toys because you left them on the floor. Oh, that dog. That's so wily. You got to get away from the dog. That dog is going to get you. And then if the dog catches up with you... Um, or bites its own tail, you know, like... Yeah, I mean, it's basically one or the other. Right. And also, you have to, like, be on the lookout for, like, staples towards your eyeballs. You definitely need to watch out for staples. No, okay, so, this game, it sounds really good on paper. Let me just say that up front. It sounds cool. You have miniatures, and by miniatures, I mean, like, uh, people online were saying that they were almost action figure-sized... For their player pieces. Oh, so they're big. Yeah, so like you got 12 of them in total. Whoa! Six for each player. The box actually said that they were collectible. Oh! Six for each player? Yeah. I can't keep track of that many pieces. Yeah, big pieces though. It's a big battle game. Uh, so you have like a board. Eh? It's kind of uh, set up so that like one player's on one side of the board and one player's on the other side of the board. And All your pieces, battleship. And your pieces walk towards each other. Okay. And then each player also gets a catapult. That wasn't in the movie. So that you shoot at the other players to stop their pieces from moving forward. Okay, so is this literally like a skill game where you have to aim and hit? That would be good if that was the case, yes. There is a skill element. Sometimes you get to use the catapult. You have to spin a spinner every round. I don't want to spin a spinner. And the spinner says if you move or if you shoot the catapult or if you get nothing. I hate this game. (laughs) So yeah, apparently this is the worst birthday ever. The, apparently, the game took a very long time to play because you know you have a lot. I mean, you have six pieces. You're trying to move to the other side to capture a flag. Uh, so like, just sometimes not moving for multiple rounds in a row meant that game went for a long time. I wonder what the uh, 
suggested age on that game was like three and up or like it was pretty low it was a it was a game made for children dude no way would kids keep interest that long you have a catapult you don't forget the rules you have a catapult you would probably just start playing with the catapult heck yeah okay let's go jump on the trampoline yes yes this is the game i wanted (laughs) uh okay let's move on number two number two number two bad board games left behind the board game adventure Left Behind? Do you know anything about the Left Behind series? Oh, okay. That's what I thought it was. The Left Behind series. That's that, like, Christian Armageddon book series. And there's, like, 50 fucking books. Yes. Um, all I know is that, uh, it was a big Christian book series. Yep. That's all I know. Well, you know basically what it's about, right? Because it's right in the title. Basically, um, if... If you believe in Jesus, good. If you don't, bad. You die. No, you don't die. You just get left behind. Oh, okay. So everybody else gets raptured and you're yeah, left yeah, yeah, on yeah, earth yeah, and yeah, you're yeah. like, wow, it's a whole lot more quiet around here. Yeah, and then the Antichrist comes. And we're like, hey, cool. You want to have a beer? And he's like, no, I want to set everything on fire for some reason. That's already happening. Yeah, okay. Yeah. In the Amazon and in Central Africa. It's true. So Anyway, what do you think this kind of game is actually like to play? Oh my god, if it's not Bible trivia, (laughs) then it's like about what a shitty person you are for being left behind. And maybe possibly you can navigate back through the gates of hell into redemption and get whisked away into heaven. But I'm not I'm I'm not very hopeful about this one. You're actually pretty close. So it's another game where you move around a board, just kind of like a square. Uh, it's this, life, It's right? in two parts. The first part is before the Antichrist comes. You've been left behind. It's just you and maybe three other friends. And all of my Jewish friends. That you into playing this game with you. <laughs> uh, and you move around the board. There's different colored pieces. Or like parts on the board when you land on them. And each color has a different effect. Let me tell you some of these effects. Uh, we have green, which is Bible trivia. Oh, hell, I'm done. I'm toast. Fire is a morality card, which is like Monopoly chance. I've got an example written here. You laugh at the pastor's wife's terrible haircut, lose a turn. <laughs> Who wouldn't laugh at that? Uh, white. Nothing happens. Oh, my God. It really says that, though? Go back to that. What? You laugh at the pastor's wife's terrible haircut. Yes. Lose a turn. Who wrote this? Uh, and then maroon. Confession. Now, my favorite piece thing in this game is the confession square because it makes everything much more awkward. That's weird because that's like Catholic. So get ready for this. Are you ready to hear two confessions? Now, the idea here is that you hear your, you get your confession, you answer the question to everybody around you, like they know what the question was, you answer it out, and then they basically have to try to bet on whether or not you told the truth or lied. Oh, so never ever have I ever. Yeah. So here's, here's two questions. This is why this is bad. What's the most awful thing you ever did to hurt another human being? Are you asking me? No, I mean, I'm saying oh. that's an example of one of the questions that it asks you to sell, tell your friends. Yeah, Jesus, this is heavy. And then, the cops came to your house once. Why were they really there? Now, if the cops have never come to your house, seems like it'd be really is hard to answer that question. Is this game, like, meant to, like, pit friend against friend? Like, Maybe. Is this... Because, like, if they'll learn if you've lied about that question, unless you are, like, double-blind 
like you're lying about lying. Dude, dude, like I wouldn't play this game unless I had, I don't know, at least three quarters of a bottle of wine in my system. And then I'd be like, oh, let me tell you. Those are some heavy questions. All right, but so you, you've played this game for at least half an hour. You're rolling four dice every turn. One die is how far you move. The other three dice have letters on them. Oh, that's too much work. If, so, it's six-sided dice, right? What if the letters spell out? Wait, what did the I'll letters? tell you what the okay. letters spell out. <laughs> so, uh, when you roll your dice, if there's one face on each one of these dice that has a letter on it. Uh, if everybody rolls the letters up, it spells Carapathia, which is the name of the Antichrist from that series. What do you think the odds of four people consecutively landing on, like, say, sixes on dice? Because this needs to happen for the game to end. What, it has to land on 666? Essentially. It's not actually landing a 666, landing a letter, but it is the sixth face, so... I'm gonna it'd be say... like everybody getting 666. There's a one in six chance. No, there's like one in several hundred thousand. So you never stop playing this goddamn game. You're trapped forever in this game, and until people get bored, and then they say that it happens. And they're like, oh, fine, I'll go to church. And when it happens, you put another piece on the board, and that's the Antichrist. It moves around the board while you move around the board. If it lands oh, on wait, one wait, so of we're only in phase two. But now we're in phase two. We've just reached phase two. Yeah. Yes, we've just arrived. Oh, God. Okay. Phase so... two is the same as phase one, but... So you're oh, still answering man. uncomfortable questions every once in a while. But <laughs> also, there's a no new piece. Steve's wife is in the corner crying. There's a new piece. It moves when you move. And if it lands on somebody's piece, that person is eliminated from the game. Sent blissfully away. You don't have to play anymore. <laughs> if you manage to land on that piece, everybody else who's still in the game wins. You, There is no strategy, though. You do not get to choose how far you move when you roll. I don't understand what's going on. No, nobody does. Who wrote this game? Uh, good question. Nobody wants to know. Anyway, that's this game. I would be, I'm actually, of all the games that we've gone over so far, this is the one I'm the most interested in, just to see what a dumpster fire it is. Are you okay? Yeah, I keep coughing. Do you have the Antichrist piece in you? I swallowed it so they wouldn't have to play the game anymore. <laughs> okay, last game. This is the worst one. Are you excited? For, as I am. Is it Jumanji? No, Jumanji's actually an okay game. Have you played it? No, because the movie was stupid. Yeah, but the board game's okay. Did you see those CGI monkeys? Yeah, they're bad. No, here we go. The Mask 3D board game. The Mask 3D board Do you remember game. The Mask? Jim oh, Carrey. I remember it's Jim Carrey. Smoking. And he's got a green face. Uh-huh. We and... should definitely watch this movie. <laughs> <laughs> and he he's like... A normal guy, but then he turns into this mask guy that's kind of bad. And yeah, like, kind of bad, yeah. Like, he, he says things that are sexually inappropriate. Oh, no. Yeah. And, like, doesn't his, like, tongue come out of his... Oh, oh yeah. there's a... And there's a mask. It's like this... Uh, it's supposed to be... It's supposed to look like... Like a Mayan? Like African. Or, yeah, something. Like, old-timey. And he puts it on, and then it adheres to his face. And then he becomes... The mask. And somehow he gets like a, a, boom a boom zoot boom suit boom out of it. Yeah, that's how that, I mean, that's how it happens. I thought that was from Ace Ventura. No. Cuban Pete is from Cuban the mask? Pete is from The Mask. Oh, I know that song. I just, I've just never seen it. So if you had to guess what The Mask board game is about, the 3D board game, what do you think that's about? The 3D board game. Okay, so here's what you do. Here's what we do. 
here's the 3D board game. It's it's an actual mask oh. that you put on your face. Oh no! And then you have to say sexually inappropriate <laughs> things. And then you have to be lewd and lascivious <laughs> and sing Cuban Pete. <laughs> <laughs> no, that actually sounds like a good game. <laughs> Okay, if not that, then it is, um, I don't know, why Why do I think that there's, like, flubber in this movie? I keep, like, every I mean, time I try green. to think of the mask, Flubber's I'm green. like, oh, flubber? Green? Green. Was there a flubber board game? And why isn't it on this list? Because it wasn't bad, probably. Or not bad enough. I didn't find it. If it did exist, that would be pretty good. Tell me about the game. Okay. So, uh... There's a 3D element in that the board itself is, like, something you have to build first. So Like, like mousetrap. Yeah, you get, like, a skyscraper on one side of it and oh, those big old buildings. That's and you, too much work. You build them up. But that's not where the board game part happens. Those are just accessories to make it look cool. The board game part is a flat board. You play as four identical Jim Carries. One's a red Jim Carrey. One's a green Jim Carrey. Ace Ventura. No, they are not that either. Although the they're mask. <laughs> no, they're just different colors. They all have their own apartments on the board. So the story of the board game goes, one day you went out and you found the mask. Oh, no. Wait, like Jim Carrey the mask or like the actual mask? What? No, I mean, you are Jim Carrey. And then you found the mask. The literal mask. The literal mask. Okay. <laughs> the figurative mask. What? <laughs> I thought Jim Carrey then, when he put the mask on, then he becomes the mask. Yes, that's correct. So, yes, you're Jim Carrey. You find the mask, and then you put it on. And then you become the mask. Uh, and then you end up uh, wrecking your house. You throw your pajamas out, your clocks out, your dog named Milo. Am I a Ever Tasmanian devil? For a little bit. <laughs> but no he does like he throws that shit out of his apartment it goes all over town and then he robs a bank and then he hides the money somewhere and then you were playing as Stanley Ipkiss who's woken up the next morning and you have to find all this stuff and put it back so you have to travel around the board retrieve all this shit yep put it back yep God, just fucking like skip but, town, dude. This sounds like. But way, what if way I told you that each thing that you had was color coded to the player it belonged to? Right. So the red guy can only go get the other red thing. And then what if you didn't know what they were because they were all flipped upside down? Oh no! Then you guessed, and then if you guessed wrong, you had to go all the way back to the beginning. No, you just have to keep going around the board until you finally manage to find one of the things you need, and then you walk back to your apartment, put it back, and then find another one. Is it like a memory game? Like a little bit. You flip over the one, and you're like, "Oh man, yellow!" But also, and then you gotta. But also, there's one. There's a. There's a wrench that we throw into the car. Is it a literal wrench? No, there's a. There's a space that's the mask. And then if you get it, you get this little fun, like, piece that you put on top of your piece, so it's wearing a mask, and then you don't have to follow the rules anymore. Whoa, let the games begin! Yeah, no, when it's your turn, then you can move to any space instantly. Okay, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna take my piece, because I'm the mask now, Yeah. and I'm gonna, like, go... Whew, 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 to all the pieces to get my items, Well, at least you only can do game. one at a time, but yes... Uh, what I was reading the reviews, typically when somebody got the mask, the game ended within five minutes. But until that point, the game lasted forever because you have to land perfectly on this mask space to get it. But here's the thing. The only way you can remove the mask for one of the players is by getting the mask yourself. Okay, I kind of like that. But it's, there's a chance element. You can't guarantee you'll ever actually land on the thing. Unless you're really lucky. Unless you're really lucky. <laughs> 
<laughs> so basically, uh, you get the mask, and then you run rampant, and no one can catch you, and you win the whole game. And that's why mommy and daddy broke up. But anyway, that teaches you like like valuable life lessons. Oh, such as? Uh, sometimes somebody gets lucky and then they run rampant and you can't catch them. <laughs> Damn hedge fund <laughs> managers. <laughs> Damn senators. Damn those senators. Damn you, Stanley of Kiss. So, before we close out today's episode, this episode... Can you think of any movies in particular that you really wish had a board game that you can can think of? Or any weird... I'm going to try to think of a, a movie that I think should have had a board game. And you think of one that you think. And then I'll tell you if I read about it. There should totally be a Mean Girls board game. Okay, what's the Mean Girls board game? Okay, so like you play as like Katie and Gretchen and Regina... And the other one. Uh-huh. And then... It says the other one underneath. <laughs> Karen. <laughs> it just took me a minute. And then uh, you, there's like the burn book. And then, you know, you spin the... Spinner. Spin the choice. And then... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm not just a regular mom. I'm a cool mom. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's a very and good And then you game. have to answer math questions. It's <laughs> all <Stop laughs> math questions. So that you, you have to pull out your the... notebook and do... <laughs> <laughs> Just do math problems. <laughs> uh, okay, so for my my movie, uh, my movie board game, I want to do the Kung Pao board game, uh, where you are going around the entire board. You have to watch out for that iron claw, but that iron claw that's gonna mess up your business. Uh, you have to recite memes basically the entire game from the movie. Yeah, exactly. Like the only way to progress past certain points is to do your best imitation of a scene from the movie. Oh my god, you and I would totally win that game. It would be a very good game. We couldn't play against each other. <laughs> we, we'd be each other's undoing. My nipples look like milk duds. Is <laughs> one of the squares, definitely. Rub it all in my hair. <laughs> Dude, my mom uh, uh, said, this was in like the last three months, she's like, you know that really stupid movie that you guys used to watch all the time? Yeah. Kung Pao? Yeah. And I start laughing because I'm like, well, yeah. And she's like, I watched that and it was so funny. And I'm like, this just goes to show how much my mom has changed. <laughs> yep. She found the humor. She understands. One she said, of us. One of us. She said it was stupid, but you know. Yeah. I mean, everyone is stupid. Okay. I think that closes out a podcast. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. What? Okay, and what do we say at the end of every podcast? We say, um, be sure to enter our code, list bump. Uh-huh. That's on, what we say at the end of every uh, no, one of these. No, we don't. We say, um, thank you for listening. Ooh, that's actually a good one still. I mean, you've said it before, but I mean, it makes sense. We always say it. Yes. Okay, good. And. Uh-huh. Listerine. Yeah. Nope, they, I already said that. Dang it. Nope, new one. See, you didn't tell me I had to come up with a new pun. Otherwise, I would have had it prepared ahead of time. No, I mean, we don't have to come up with puns. We Some some people come up with puns. Some people have puns thrust upon them. You know? It's one of those things. Now you listen to me, Mr. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, goodbye, everybody. That's it. We don't have anything clever for you. Yeah, no, sorry. You'll have to... Come, insert your own clever line. Give us five stars on iTunes. <laughs> As we always say, give us five stars on iTunes. <laughs> wow. Right. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>